Welcome to Awesome Movie Year, the podcast where we look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. I'm Josh Bell, film critic and writer, joined by... I'm Jason Harris, comedian, filmmaker, original gangster. You are an original gangster. <laughs> um, so this is a, kind of an epilogue to our first season on 1994. Yeah, this we uh, picked 12 movies based on our categories, but... Because it was such an awesome movie year, we wanted to talk about some of the movies we left out and might cover in Awesome Movie Year Part 2, 1994, the sequel Redux. Yes, once we do every other year in the history of movies, we're going to return to 1994 and cover some alternate picks. That's right. Um, so I, I think the best way to do this maybe is to just go through our categories and talk about uh, what else we could have talked about in those categories. Um, we started out with the number one movie at the box office, which was The Lion King. And uh, Jason can remind you that I misquoted some statistics. The Lion King was the number one movie uh, worldwide, but Forrest Gump was the number one movie uh, in North America. Some other uh, top 10 box office movies, uh, True Lies, which I like a lot. Me too. That would have been a fun one to cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Speed, another uh, very entertaining film. Sure. Keanu Reeves having a moment uh, right now. He is. He's back, baby. Yes. Um, the Flintstones <laughs> apparently made was a top 10 box office hit. What? I am glad we did not talk about The Flintstones. <laughs> uh, Dumb and Dumber, uh, to mention uh, Jim Carrey, who we talked about in our Audience Choice episode. Yeah, and you know, going forward, we might not choose the, the one that made the most money or the one that made the most money might have been also a you know an award winner of some right kind. so we might go down the list of that's true one. yeah i mean if we had done forrest gump uh, we ended up talking about that as the, the best picture winner so we could have come up with an alternative uh, a little lower down at the box office four weddings and a funeral uh an interview with the vampire which is a movie i really like and uh four weddings and the funeral also nominated for best picture among and won the bafta and we probably should revisit that film at some point in time yeah i remember not being a huge fan of that when i saw it uh, I didn't like the remake. You remember the remake? No. Wasn't it a Chris Rock movie where he remade No, that's it? Death at a Funeral. Nah, so is what I know. Yeah, which is very little. <laughs> see, why, <laughs> see why I have to revisit this one? Yeah. So, um, so uh, next up, we talked about uh, a first feature by a notable filmmaker, and our choice was Kevin Smith's Clerks. And this was an extreme... There were three that, that I was personally... Yeah, remember, I think we went back and forth a lot between This was Clerks, tough. Yeah, uh, Danny Boyle's Shallow Grave. Yes, which is a good film, not his greatest film, but a good film. And like, man, he's such an interesting filmmaker. I, I love Danny Boyle and I'm always happy to cover it. Yeah, Boyle. no, I agree. And I think Shallow Grave is a really good movie. Sometimes you look at the, the first movie by a director who went on to do a lot of really great stuff. And the first thing they did is sort of not that interesting or not that notable. This is an interesting movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the other one I think we talked about a lot was David O. Russell's Spanking the Monkey, another very interesting film. Crazy movie. Uh, was at Sundance that year, an incestuous, uh, messed up relationship between a mother and a son. And uh, that would have also been a worthy contender. Yeah. Uh, were there any others? I think those were the main ones that we talked about. Those were the three that we kept coming back to. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we looked at then the Cannes uh, Palm Door winner which was Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. 
some other movies that played at uh, in competition at Cannes in 1994 include uh, Adam Agoyan's Exotica, which I've never seen, but is highly acclaimed. Yeah, he was so interesting, and you know we kind of don't hear from Adam Agoyan lately. But, yeah, uh, he's he's gone into this weird like straight to video thriller territory. Right. Um, I. I would watch Exotica. Yeah, I would. I love the sweet hereafter. I mean, maybe love is the wrong word because that movie is super depressing. But yeah. that is a great movie. Was it Paula Marshall? Was that Exotica? I don't. Remember. I'm not sure who was in it, but yeah. it's it's definitely a, a highly acclaimed film. Uh, the Coen Brothers, The Hudsucker Proxy, which is not my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, but we did mention that um, as a potential thing to cover this year for '94 because. Uh, the Coen brothers are always doing. They're great. Yeah. I mean, I do love the Coen brothers, but I'd probably be more interested in talking about a different Coen's movie, which we may be doing in a future season. Hmm. Um, Maybe next season. Could be. Stay tuned listeners. Uh, Also at Cannes, uh, Zhang Yimou's To Live. Obviously, Zhang Yimou is a very uh, important, influential filmmaker. That could have been a good uh, foreign pick for us as well. Uh, a personal favorite of mine, uh, Queen Margot, La Reine Margot, which I remember watching in French class, and it's really violent and lots of nudity, and I probably should not have been watching that in school, <laughs> but I remember my French teacher showing us that movie. Oui, oui. Yeah. Um, and and uh, something that I think a few people uh, mentioned to us on Facebook, the Christoph Kozlowski's Three Colors trilogy. Yeah, this was Greg, Greg Thilmont, the writer, uh, also a food writer in Las Vegas. He wanted us to cover the extremely depressing trilogy, one yes. of which came out in 93. Yeah, I think Three Colors Blue, uh, which is the only one I've seen, the one with Juliette Binoche. Yeah. Uh, but Three Colors Red was in competition at Cannes. Listen, um, go to film school. You watch them all, guys. <laughs> uh, for our flop, we talked about Rob Reiner's North. Um it, this was fun to me to look at what else. I don't think we really, amongst ourselves, discussed uh, covering anything else for that episode. But in looking through the list of movies of the year, uh, some other big flops, Steven Seagal's environmental epic <laughs> On Deadly Ground. Yes. That would have been a good one. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we, mentioned, uh, we mentioned Martin Short in our mask episode. Uh, Martin Short's very ill-fated Clifford. Clifford. Have I, you seen that movie? I did see Clifford, and I had considered this for um the for either the flop or maybe my pick not do you that like I, it is no it good? of course not but uh, <laughs> i would have done it because i was really happy with how the cabin boy episode turned out yeah know, so yeah um and uh exit to eden starring rosie o'donnell and dan Aykroyd as bdsm uh adventurers dana delaney and yes. uh really a, a banner year for dan Aykroyd between this and north so. <laughs> it really was yeah <laughs> have you seen exit to eden yeah of course man really? i was a teenager in the 90s and there was a bunch of naked ladies and uh it was a comedy why not man? that was kind of a little bit of a cult classic isn't it i guess i've never seen it did you like it as a movie no, of course not. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you have any other uh, potential flops that you want to mention? Uh, I, I look. This was North all the way. We were going yeah. to North all the way because yeah. it is renowned. So we had to. We had to go for. No, it. I agree. I think North was the right choice. But any of those, those other three would have definitely been something to talk about. Uh, our documentary pick was uh, Terry's Wygoff's Crumb, which I thought was a great pick. The one that we mainly talked about uh, was Steve James's Hoop Dreams, which of course is uh, iconic. And really, because we're lazy and it's very long, we decided to go with Crumb instead. Well, I I don't think so. I think one of the other reasons we went with Crumb is because it is um, 
it's well known. You know, the Hoop Dreams is a more maybe well known yeah. documentary. So we wanted to kind of go under a little. But uh yeah, no, we liked uh we I Hoop Dreams is a great movie. So Yeah, know. I uh am not a sports guy and I remember being a little underwhelmed with Hoop Dreams because I saw it so much later after just hearing about how it was one of the greatest documentaries ever. Um the Oscar winner for best documentary feature is a movie called Maya Lin, a strong, clear vision, which I have never heard of. And I don't know about it either. Yeah. Were there any other documentaries of the year that you thought of? Uh, no, it really came down to hoop dreams or crumb for me. Yeah, I agree. And I think either one of those would have been a good choice. Um, for my personal pick, I picked uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare, um, which I, I do think was uh, a good choice on my part. So way to go me. and i think we had a fun discussion some of my other personal favorites from that year uh tim burton's ed wood um true lies which we talked about uh just a minute ago uh which i think is a lot of fun and maybe a little underrated uh woody allen's bullets over broadway which is uh, a very entertaining period piece from woody allen uh and i kind of have a soft spot for luke basson who, just like Woody Allen, is very problematic, uh, and his movie, uh, The Professional, with Natalie Portman. And uh, I know people wanted us to cover The Professional. That was that one came up a lot in the piecing it together. Popcorn Thanks and puzzle, and puzzle pe- pieces. Yeah, where we posted uh, what movies do you want us to cover. Um, that was one of them, along with um, uh, Jeremy Vaughn's pick, Three Ninjas Kick Back. <laughs> yes, we can <laughs> look at some more Facebook suggestions. Um in a moment, uh, we next talked about uh, our foreign film pick, which was Wong Kar Wai's uh, Chungking Express. He actually had two movies that year. Ashes of Time also uh, came out that year that he made uh, Chungking Express in between uh, production and editing on Ashes of Time. But Chungking Express, definitely the more acclaimed, well-known film. Uh, also from 94, uh, Ang Lee's Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, which is a very good movie. Right. I did want to go back to documentary Endless okay. Summer too, because the Endless Summer was such a big thing in the '60s as a surf movie, and I right. like this. I love surf movies, so okay. I thought Endless Summer too might have been. Have you seen Endless Summer too? Um, no. Okay, so that's uh, that was a great. Sorry, I've never seen either of those, even the original one. Uh, I kind of am bored with surf movies. I'm glad we didn't talk about that one. Well, good. We didn't do it, so All don't right. worry about it, bro. <laughs> uh, other foreign films. Um, Il Postino, The Postman, uh, the Italian film about Pablo Neruda, which was highly acclaimed. Uh, and then I previously mentioned my uh, seminal coming-of-age experience watching uh, Queen Margot, uh, and then the, the Three Colors films as well. Yeah, the Three Colors would have been really interesting, especially if they were all released in that year. Yeah, only Red and White came out that year. Blue came out in the previous year. Uh, any other foreign films that you thought of? No, I was, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, scoured. <laughs> we did. We scoured. So, yeah. uh, I will say this yes. uh, going forward, we're, uh, with foreign films, we're going to really kind of go after some really strange subgenres. I think, you know, some of these more, uh, out there picks from Japan or wherever that is. Yes. So. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, without going too obscure. Yeah. But, but we're not going to go, we're not going to always pick like the most popular or the biggest award. Right. Yeah. Some yeah. Things. The Oscars often like with documentary, they often pick something that's really not all that interesting. Um, we talked about the Sundance grand jury winner, Tom. Wait, Nunes. wait, you skipped oh, my pick, man. Oh, you're right, because I totally didn't write alternate uh, choices for it, because it's all you. Please. Yeah, well, Jason, I, I, I am sorry. Yeah, Cabin Boy, you know, I think um, is a worthy pick still to this day. But uh, some of the others I had, D2, The Mighty Ducks, a classic film. <laughs> um, and I stand by that. And then 
Heavenly Creatures from Peter Jackson. I love Heavenly Creatures. That's yeah. a great movie. So that was one of mine. And um, I really struggled with not with us not covering the Shawshank Redemption this season because I think that's such a brilliant film. Quiz Show is a great film also. You know, um, I'm forgetting whatever the last one was. I know it was Four Weddings and a Few. Yeah, yeah. I have and, those uh, down, though. They're Best Picture nominees. Yeah. yeah. What was the last one? Uh, Pulp Fiction, which Pulp we did Fiction talk about. We covered. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been... It would have been Shawshank for me. I really did want to cover that. Um, but that's okay. Uh, Natural Born Killers. That was a thing. And uh, yeah, that I mean, oh, Swimming with Sharks, which is Frank Whaley film with uh, Kevin Spacey. You know, you're talking about all sorts of problematic people. Yeah, but it's basically about a guy who's fed up with his job in the film industry and kidnaps his boss. So that was an interesting. Yeah. Movie. I remember when you first, I think that was initially going to be the one that we were going to go with. And I was intrigued to watch that. And maybe I still will. Yeah. I'd be down to watch it again. Um, but uh, in the end, nothing beats cabin. No Boy. cabin. We had a lot of fun talking about cabin boy. I think that was a good choice. Um, so yeah. So Sundance, we talked about Tom Noonan's what happened was, which won the grand jury award. And we've kind of talked about this already. Other movies at Sundance, David O. Russell spanking the monkey, uh, which won the audience award, uh, Fresh, uh, Kevin Smith's Clerks, and and Hoop Dreams also played as well. Yeah, Fresh was an award winner, winner there as well. With, yeah. uh, with Kevin Smith, they won like whatever Some, filmmakers trophy. Yeah, yeah. And those are all, of course, interesting movies. And we did talk about Clerks. But um, I, I liked that we went with what happened was not only because it was the winner, but also it's a movie that uh, people haven't heard much about. I agree. And I'm also glad that we covered Clerks because Clerks really does hold up in a great way. Yeah. Clerks was a lot of fun to talk about. Um, Before we, and then we mentioned the best picture nods. So yeah. The best that, picture so. nods were Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. I've never seen Quiz Show. Uh, Quiz Show's great. Robert Redford film, uh, Rob Morrow and John Turturro. John Turturro is just so awesome, man. Uh, that is a great film about the uh, the quiz show scandal, right? Right. The game show scandal of the 1950s. I forget. There's a really good, whoever plays, uh, is it Ray Fiennes' dad in that movie? I don't uh, know. Ray Fiennes is in that yeah, movie. Yeah. So whoever plays his dad is really awesome, too. Okay. Um, man, I forget. But that was a not, good Not movie. Ray Fiennes' actual dad. No, the character, oh, okay. the Van yeah. Buren. I think it was oh, okay. Van Buren. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But um, yeah, I, Dave, did you have anything we wanted to cover? Um, like personally, yeah. Well, I think Clerks would probably be my favorite movie of the year. But you know, I was thinking about it, and two movies that specifically stood out to me were Natural Born Killers and The Crow, specifically because of the soundtracks. I could talk about those soundtracks like all day. I mean. I'm a musician also, and uh, my music is incredibly inspired by the music that was on those two soundtracks growing up. The Crow I did have down as a possible cult classic. Yeah, and that's the last category that we haven't gotten to yet. And I, I'm with Dave, like those soundtracks, yeah. especially The Crow, I still have the CD of The Crow soundtrack yeah. at home. And we were well. the perfect age at that point yes. too, for that music. Yeah, it know? was all the right. So I also have The Crow City of Angels soundtrack nice. at home. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Natural Born Killers with uh, Trent Reznor. Um, oh, yeah. that was yeah amazing uh great music and i think i haven't seen either of those movies since they were released but i've listened to the music many 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 Me times too. Yeah. yeah um yeah there were a million possible choices for cult classic uh two that i had been kind of pushing were john waters uh serial mom and uh the christmas comedy the ref starring dennis leary which i'm not a big fan of but definitely has become a weirdly like seminal holiday movie 
I had I we those were the, the final three that we yeah had those were our final choices and I think we made a good choice yeah and Dave also wanted um, Airheads yes of course okay. as a cult classic yes yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like Airheads I also have the Airheads soundtrack on CD nice. at home and so. one that uh, on the Facebook group people were talking about constantly was in the mouth of madness oh really that's yeah. interesting yeah I do like that movie I remember seeing that in theater I'm a I'm a big John Carpenter fan. Um, yeah, that's a good one. What else did we have on Facebook, Dave? Yeah. Uh, also, um, there was Serial Mom and Wolf uh, from Adam Wells. Uh, James Becker brought up The Professional. Um, more votes for Heavenly Creatures. Uh, what else do we have here? Matt Markman, comedian friend of mine, wanted uh, Color of Night because, as he said, Bruce Willis's penis owns that thing. Yeah, that was a kind <laughs> of weirdly controversial thing, I remember at the oh, time. Um, I didn't know this one, but Jason seems to. Uh, My Father the Hero is recommended by Adam Wells. <laughs> yeah, the Gerard Depardieu. That was Catherine Heigl's breakout role. Uh, yeah, he's uh, isn't he in trouble too, Gerard Depardieu? Yeah, he is. So many problematic dudes making movies <laughs> in 1994. Like Gerard Depardieu is French, man. You know, he's getting... Uh, it's no excuse. <laughs> no, but I don't even know what he did. I just know. I'm like, they're like, oh, I'm in trouble with Gerard Depardieu. And I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Bruce I, Willis steals the show. He said, right there. "Hey, you know one movie that was talked about a lot, and I was going to put it as possibly my pick. I don't love the movie, but I love the genre. Was Reality Bites? Yeah, people did mention that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think on Facebook, and people and really liked that. Movie. Yeah, yeah, that is a very influential movie, and I liked it when I saw it. But it's been a, a long time. I liked it too. It's the mainstream version of the indie comedies of." Hey, we're 20 somethings. Now, what do we do with our lives? Right, right. And but, I love those movies. Yeah. And there are some really great ones in the 90s that maybe yeah. we'll get to. Yeah, kind of a counterpoint to Clerks in a way, maybe. Right, where um, they're doing nothing. Right, exactly. So. Um, so, yeah, so 1994 was an awesome movie year, wasn't it? Hey, we finally figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's kind of a, a look at what could have been on this season of Awesome Movie Year. Uh, Check us out on social media. Well, yes, you can check us out on social media. We are at Awesome Movie Year on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome Movie Pod on Twitter. AwesomeMovieYear.com. I'm still Jason Harris Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. Jay Harris Comedy on Twitter and go for Jason.com. You know, you don't have to rush through it every time. It's important. <laughs> People are writing this down. Um, you can find me at JoshBellHatesEverything.com, at JoshBellHatesEverything on Facebook, and at SignalBleed on Twitter. And our awesome producer, David Rosen, who's done so many things for us this season, we would be totally lost without. Except watch the movies. Except, <laughs> but really, he spent so much time doing so many technical things that we don't understand. We can forgive him for that. <laughs> and also hosting his Piecing It Together podcast. Yeah, which you can find wherever you're listening to this. And you can find us at piecingpod.com, on Twitter at piecingpod, Facebook Piecing It Together podcast, and of course, our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And what's happening next season, Jason? Well, next season, it is. it was actually your first choice for an awesome movie year. It Josh. was. I think that was something that we talked about early on. Yeah. So we are going to do 2007. Which is often cited as like the best year for movies of the last maybe 15 to 20 years. That's what I always say. And, and why do you think that is? I think it's because there were a lot of good movies that were released in that year. <laughs> 
Thank you for now. I know why you write for. Uh, I mean, just off the top of my head, I'd have to guess that that's the case, and maybe we'll talk about some of them well, in our look, season. We can definitely say you can look up the best picture winner. We can tell you what that is. That's no country for old men. So yeah, we know that. Yeah, um, we can we can offer our audience choice poll because we need people to vote for that. Yeah, and we have decided again. Kind of like 94, where someone exploded onto the comedy scene. We're doing the 2007 version of that. Only this time, it is not an actor. It actor. Is a, uh, it is a director, producer yeah. named Judd Apatow. Because in 2007, <laughs> he had knocked up the film that he directed. Uh, and then two films that he produced come out. Uh, Super Bad and Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, so we'll talk about that stuff and a bunch of other cool interesting stuff and uh, that is a hard pick those yeah. are three great movies so yeah. we'll see hopefully uh we'll put that up soon on the social media and people can vote for that and look forward to hearing uh everything else we talk about and let in us that next know season. What, let us know what you want us to cover for 2007 and we will try to do it <laughs> we'll do our best we'll we'll uh definitely not talk about a three ninjas movie though. i'm definitely excited for some of them i know we have a great first feature we have a great cult classic um, so, um, we're going to, we're going to be in good shape for this season. Yeah, actually. it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you everyone for listening to this season. Uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and the listening of the podcast. I don't know how I'm just still speaking. This has been an awesome movie year. That is over. Roll credits. Thank you for listening to awesome movie year. Make sure to follow Awesome Movie Year on Facebook, at Awesome Movie Pod on Twitter, and at Awesome Movie Year on Instagram. And if you like the show, review us and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. And all points west.